win at Wembley. Black, who's going to go for it? Black for the one point to win the grand final. He's done it. Hello, welcome to another live stream of Talking the Facts of Life. Proud to be sponsored by Eclipse Energy. Eclipse Energy! And delivery! Delivery! <laughs> um, thanks for joining us, everyone. Um, my name's Mike Haig, and as always, to on to my left, Mr. Producer, fan, aficionado, and all around good chap, Mr. Rick Farrell. How, how are you doing? I'm alright, mate, yourself? Um, I'm alright. Um, we got a bit of change of season syndrome, a bit of sniffles, man flu, so it's always morning. I've dragged myself out of my pits to do this to uh, entertain you guys tonight. So uh, thanks very much for joining us everyone. Um, it's on the back of a defeat. Uh, but we are still uh, gonna dissect that even though it's on a on it's on off a defeat. Um, get liking get liking the page, the actual page on there. Um, on actual TTFOL page, share it. Like, share, and subscribe, folks. Um, get your comments in. Let us know what you think about uh, the game on Sunday, uh, as in Whitehaven, and this game on Sunday. Last home game of the regular season against Batley. Let's get straight into it, shall we? So, um, hopefully, we've got a fair few of you watching tonight. Um, have we got that? Let's have a look. We have. Hey, <laughs> I don't use a desktop computer or a laptop apart from work, and uh, <laughs> that is why I'm the producer. Um, but yeah, thanks for joining us, everyone. Um, um, yeah, um, Sunday. It's a, it's a bit of a nondescript, really. It's hard to kind of describe what happened. Like I was struggling on a little live thing I did on Sunday while Rick was interviewing Grixie. Um, a lot, a lot, a lot of repeating stuff, but it was just very, very frustrating. I, I was my 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 luck of predicting right um, score outcomes came to an end drastically. I'm gonna I, say, you I, had I, to win, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I had us to win quite. I was quite confident, but unfortunately, um, very much like last week, Whitehaven were faster, stronger, wanted it more. Um, and just had, they're on their purple patch. They're on their purple patch of winning. Unfortunately, that game has meant we've lost three out of the last four games. So hopefully, it's not the start of a losing run because as a winning run is, is is easy to 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 maintain. A losing run is just as easy to get into that losing mentality. But hopefully, um, this coming Sunday we break that and go into the playoffs flying there. Um, if you were up there, let us know if you were up there, guys. Um, what did you, what were your thoughts? Um, what were your pluses, negatives, anything like that? Um, hopefully you didn't get affected by the road clutch too much, even though we, we kind of <laughs> we found out that it weren't yeah, as bad as we thought. Nowhere near as bad <laughs> as we first thought. Um, but yeah, it's one of those. And like we said, give the actual video page a like rather than um one i've shared or anything like that like the page share the page if i've invited you to like the page please like it it means that we're, we're even more popular than that because every time i'm looking people like he just says he just says invited so like please we like to be liked um rick what did you think of sunday's performance yeah we just we ran into a motivated team with everything to play for didn't we and, and we came a bit unstuck i mean i've written here like 
there was plenty of effort there. There were no lacking in effort, yeah, but yeah, we just right. really lacked a bit of finesse in attack. You know, we we could have played that whole second half. We never really looked like scoring until Adam pretty much did. So, and that was kind of a back of an, an error, wasn't it? Yeah. Really? I mean, they were squeaky clean. They played really high percentage rugby. They tackled for each other. They, uh, like I said, they were motivated with everything to play for. And and it's going to come down to the final day of them beating Bradford to make the playoffs. So. Yeah, we couldn't have played them at a worse time. We were sort of limping to the end of the season with the injuries and the knocks that we've got and all that sort of stuff. So, But the main thing was they defended like a team and we were just a bit disjointed. Maybe that's because of the changes that were made to the starting line with players being moved into different positions and, and whatnot. I'm not sure. But yeah, we just, like I say, Cumbria is a tough place to go and play rugby anyway. But on a day like that when it was so emotional with... Uh, one of their stars, stalwart players for years, retiring, and and the playoffs on the line. You know, if they'd a lot, it was a bit like the Toulouse game for us in France that year. Like, yes. if they'd a lost, that was their season pretty much over. So yeah, we 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 didn't didn't make the most of the opportunities that we had because we were all over them in the first sort of twenty minutes, weren't we? And then we just sort of fell off. So all credit to Whitehaven. I thought they totally outplayed us and deserved the win. Yeah, no, completely agree. Uh, completely agree with all of that. Um, it was a big crowd up there as well. Very big, passionate partisan crowd there, and he's he's always tr- um, tough to go up there. Um, but yeah, just Joe Parker got the send off he deserved. Um, but yeah, they 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 were just they just wanted more. I, I always remember. I can't remember which coach it was. It might be an Australian coach. I said if you put as much enthusiasm and and want to. Uh, Attack your defence like you attack your attack, then you yeah. won't go too wrong. And Whitehaven ju- did just that. Their 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 defence was hungry. They they read our attack very very early on, and we just didn't have a plan B. And I know that that, that Simon Gritz might come under a little bit of fire for keeping Connor Robinson on the bench and then putting one on as hooker, even though he's brought him in as half-pack. We don't know, but as I say, I thought, pretty much I thought the the, the team selection was good because Salty was at full-back. Everyone, his dog knows that I love James Salty still at full-back. Um, it looked all right, but again, it's just one of those where full-back is such a complex position, especially with the attacking shape that we've got. It's, it's difficult just to slot in there and, and, and go on the moves. But that kind of contributes to Scott Griggs's try because he, he, he dummied and yeah. went through and he, and, he, and he took his try well. Uh, 400 up for Scott Griggs, so massive congratulations for that. Um, and also, like I put on the, on the socials, he's, he's, he's had a fantastic season as Scott Griggs. He gets he gets some pretty unfair stick, in my opinion. He's... he's, he's, he's He's come back from his injury very, very well, um, and he's put his hand up. He's, he, you could say, he's contributed to changing our season massively. Really, um, the way he's slotted into half back. But we just, we just need a little bit of spark, and hopefully, Liam Harris is fit for for Sunday against Batley because we just needed someone to kind of take the the game from the scruff of the neck, play with the heads up, and not just think, right, we've done this in training, we must go through the, yeah. the we must go through the moves, we must go through the moves. He just needs something different. Whitehaven had that in Dufresne and their other halfback, whose name escapes me just for the moment, and McNally. Yeah. They had, obviously, they had the set players and that, but they they, looked, they had their eyes up and, and they played, and they, they, they played well and they didn't 100% deserve the win. Well, they had a massive advantage on the day as well. They, they had a pack that was running through and making yeah. twice as many metres as we were per carry, so, and they hammered us in defence, as you said. Like, if you, if you focus on your defence, they certainly did that. They were bashing us left, right, and centre, weren't they? Especially that. 13s it Dion I oh yeah absolute monster that guy I mean Cannonball. I want to run at him I think I think he, he, he bent 
Connor Davis and Brandon Moore in half. Adam Sangatta. It's Sangatta as well. And he was just an absolute mate. He was the man of the match by a country mile, that guy. Um, but yeah, we, 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 we just fell into, as I say, we were, it's kind of role reversal. Yeah. We, we, we became one of the sides that we faced in the last few months. White Aver on a purple patch were not necessarily at the races and we were never going to win that, that game, unfortunately. Even we, though you predicted it pretty much. Yeah, but you know. well, as I say, I'm, I hold my hands up and say, so, 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 people are wrong sometimes. What, what's that saying? A broken clock's right. Yeah. Twice a day. Uh, it wasn't yeah. my time, really. Um, <laughs> going for the cliche bingo at the end of the year. Um, but yeah, it's just... We are counting our lucky stars that Bradford, Batley, and London lost because we were on the terraces. I think I think uh, on the terraces we'd kind of forgotten about the game that was in front of us and we were checking Twitter to see what Bradford and Witness were doing and that, that seemed more exciting than the game we were watching in front of us. But massive well done to Witness. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Stephen Tyra, baby. Um, but it just means that the final day is just absolutely bonkers again yeah. it could go any which way possible um, but the main thing that we've just got to think let's not overcomplicate things we beat Batley we finished third it's it, it just simple we've just got to beat the team in front of us and hopefully that is the case and we can have a little bit of a celebration down the shale on Sunday because again big plans for pre-match getting everyone involved and hopefully the boys bring it home like they did against Bradford the last time that they did there yeah it's not, definitely not going to be easy obviously we've lost a couple of games in a row now confidence will have taken a bit of a hit um, but like you say it's still all to play for so if you can't get up for a game like this then you're playing the wrong sport really aren't you yeah. um, I'll go back to your point about Harris I think I totally agree we, we missed sort of his off the cuff style of yeah. when, when everything was breaking down in attack Um so many times on Sunday, like the the timing of the runs was horrendously off, yeah. where balls were going to floor behind men, hitting yeah. knees and elbows. Because, like I say, for the first fifteen minutes, we looked on it. We, we looked, did, yeah, yeah. And I was talking to a few Haven fans at full time, and they were saying we, we thought we were on end of a pace in here, and then you just couldn't get over the line. So, yeah, it's a shame. But I really feel like that was a classic case of being down to your bare bone squad. You mentioned Connor Robinson only coming on for uh, Hooker as well. I don't think he's fit. I don't think. No. I think if if we'd have had someone else that could have played his position, he wouldn't have played that game. Fit as in not match fit, or fit as in not got over his injury. Uh, well, he got an injury at Feverston, didn't he? So oh, I didn't know. Yeah, that he, he took a knock. Well, he went off, didn't he? We had Grixie oh, kicking. Oh, of course um, he did. Yeah. So it really seems like we're just sort of scraping bodies into shirts and getting anyone anywhere we can at the minute. And like I say, that's the problem that we have. We're falling over the line. It would have been nice to beat Whitehaven because we could have given some lads a rest this week or taken them off at half-time, that sort of thing, with third secured. But they've got one game now to go all out, put everything on the line. At the Shea as well, which we've got a really good record yeah. at the Shea this year. Yeah, I think we've only have. lost like two two games. Uh, well, back in the Cup, Toulouse. Well, I don't count the Cup. You know I hate, <laughs> you know I hate the Challenge Cup. I don't count that. But. So, Toulouse and... I'm just going to think. Featherston. Featherston. Yeah, Featherston. Yeah. So, two games at home we've lost all year. Let's not be starting. Let's not make it a third and let's go and secure a third. How yeah, about that? Definitely. And, and those are the games that players want to play. Those are the games that players want to play. All on the line. Knockout, knock, knockout rugby starts now, Re really. We need to get into that mindset of, even though we're not going to lose anything, we could potentially lose third place, which means a potentially harder route to the grand final, but obviously prize money that goes with it, however much that may be. Um, but yeah, the, the, the knockout rugby starts now. And it's the games that fans want to see. We need to get a bumper crowd down the share because it's, it's a free Sunday, there's nothing else really going on. And let's start the... Not necessarily like ending this season, but start building towards next year to show that that 
if you come down on a Sunday afternoon, because games from here on are going to be on Saturdays, um, come down Sunday afternoon, you're going to be treated to not just great rugby on the field, but also stuff off the field as well. And um, I noticed um, on the social media, the supporters trust have got Hall of Fame-led member, please, John Bentley, on there. So if you see uh, a six-foot-one fat gibbering wreck um, right around there. Um, that that would be me meeting his hero. Uh, so yes, uh, say hello if you do, and stop me shaking. Um, right, let's get into these comments, shall we? Uh, Nathan Field, good evening, yeah. gentlemen. Wow, um, so very nice to be called that. We've been called much worse. Uh, Lyndon Grady, hello from a very sunny Lanzarote. Well. You uh, lucky, lucky uh, bastard! Mind you, it's been a lovely day here. To be fair, it's uh, yeah, there's blue skies there, so I can I can see. So yeah, we should do this outside. Uh, but yes, um, very well done on on that. Um, Alex Morgan, hello, are you lads? Hello, yes, um, lovely to meet Alex uh, at the the Kaiser Chiefs on Saturday. It was like a mini. Halifax reunion and see, Mini my ass. You were both well over six foot. I was right to all Sunday to you two. <laughs> yeah, um, it's uh, it, it seemed very very. Uh, I was a bit overwhelmed by people going, "Oh, talking about life. Can we get a picture?" Like, wow, is this what being famous feels like in a way. Uh, but yes, it, it was good, uh, and thank you very much for your support, guys. Um, Netherfield again. Well, <laughs> I can think of a better way of spend seven hours than travelling to and back to watch that debacle. I'll get the excuses in early because of injuries. A lot of players playing out of position. Yep, uh, great minds think alike on that one. Yeah, um, I wouldn't necessarily call it a debacle because every time I go, every time I go and watch Halifax, and if I know that the players are putting a hundred percent, then yeah, I, I, I'm happy with that. We were just beaten by, by on the day, a better side. It, yeah, it wasn't pretty kind of thing, but it's a nice ground. Avon fans are lovely. Yeah. Gave Jesse Joe Parker a, a, a good send-off. Um, and yeah, we, you've, got to take, you've got to take beating sometimes. We've been very, very spoilt this summer by having such a good run. And unfortunately, defeats happen in this sport. But it just makes, like, like I said before, it just makes for an absolute blockbuster end to the season, really. Um one of the few positives for me was actually how many fans travel to watch. I agree. I remember you saying pre-match, oh, I, 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 I can only see about 50 fans coming. I'd say there were double, at least double. That's about at least 100 Halifax fans made the trip up there. Well, so. the, the Haven fans have said we were the loudest that went up there and, and the most well-supported, so that's always good to hear. But I'm not surprised. It's a hell of a journey, isn't it? But, yeah. And then to get to get beaten in that manner is always disappointing. But like you say, we'll move on to Batley. We won't dwell too much on Haven because there's a lot to talk about this coming week. But yeah. I'll let you get back to that one. Cheers yeah. to that, Nate. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's, that's absolutely fantastic. Um, if you are watching Chris Kirsch, uh, I, know, I know you always do, uh, thank you very much for sharing sharing the page on, on the fans forum. It, it, it means a lot. It was... Uh, it was uh, good to see and, and, and quite humbling, in fact. And I kind of reiterate the point that, I'm, that I made on the comments, really. We, we are fans, as, as you may well believe. Um, we, 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 love, we love the club. We love doing this. Um, we do it for you, basically, because we feel that there's every, all the fans need an avenue to get stuff out, um, to have a debate, talk things through, get some ideas, talk things through. And that's exactly what we're here for. Um, 
and hopefully that is the case. It's, it's good to see that what we're doing is resonating so much with people. It's fantastic. Um, we're kind of getting started now because I say it's, obviously COVID is quite, quite, quite bit in a big way, and we have got plans to do a lot of different things. Um, but for the moment, it's it's working as this live stream thing. Don't get me wrong, I like doing the the, the recorded podcasts, and hopefully we're going to get more of you guys involved um, as the weeks and months go by. That's where an off season comes in. Where off season, that's probably where it's best off to get you guys on to actually reminisce and talk about stuff talk about like fantasy Halifax lineups and and, and teams from Halifax so yes James Marsden we're definitely yeah. going to come to that in don't the worry season. we won't be hurting for content where we've always got something to talk about <laughs> two gobshites from the south stand I'll never be up without something to talk about <laughs> Yeah, say if, if 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 you know say hello, say hello on the terraces. It's it's always good to have a chat about things. But yeah, just just reiterating that. Thank you so much for um for for, for the love. Thanks for the love, people. Um and yeah, if you've got any ideas or any content or anything, please fire away. Let us know. Um because we've we've got some ideas. But as I say, this this is this is for you. This is this is for fans, rugby league fans. Like like I always say, it is a rugby league content, a rugby league podcast with just a hint of Halifax Panthers in there. So um, let, let us know what, what you want to do. Um, shall we look forward to Batley this, this week? Um, oh, yeah, sorry, my mistake. Um, Nathan Field again. Thank you much for Nathan. Uh, he personally can't wait for the new additions to join us next season. I think lately we've just lacked that final bit of quality and attack. Yep. Definitely, um, I, I, I must admit um, that he's just again. It could be a long, hard slog of a season that's catching up with us. Um, the stuff that we're working with us in the summer isn't necessarily working yeah. for us now. Um, it, it, it happens. We're not the only team to be going through with battered bodies and stuff like that. It's just, it's just the the contrast of stuff where we had one of the best summers in terms of rugby for, for a fair few years now in terms of league performance. Um, and now we're just going through a little wobble, really. But hopefully, as as we keep on saying, hopefully it's a little blip. We start with that win against Batley on Sunday. But Batley have got a good attack. They've, 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 they've already beaten us in the Cup this season. And not, 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 well, I don't say not to be smug. I'm going to be smug. I told you also that Batley were a decent side. Everyone going, oh, why are we getting beat by a little old Batley kind of thing? The beaters easily in the cup. They could have very well beaten us at Mount Pleasant if it wasn't for a certain Mr. Liam Harris with his off-the-cuff action. Uh, and it's going to be a very, very tough game on Sunday because they'll be hurting. They lost a heavy woolen derby on Sunday, so they're gonna they're gonna be wanting complete. It's gonna be a backlash possibly, but hopefully we've got a backlash of our own. Has, has anybody got the calculators out to work out how how all the results affects anyone? It's the last oh, day of the season. We need to start working this stuff out, don't my we? My brain hurts, and also what I want to know if anyone's more informed than us too, what the state of affairs with Bradford and Sheffield is because. Bradford and Sheffield got cancelled because of COVID, two words, player welfare, whatever you want to say. And that game hasn't been replayed yet. And it is the game which is meaning so much in terms of Bradford's win percentage being much more than what ours is. Yeah. Are they going to be playing it? What's the case of it? Is it going to be a walkover? I, I'm, I'm under the impression that Sheffield have basically said no chance, not doing it, not but, playing on a Wednesday night. But what does that mean? That you, what, what? How are the? How is well, it's going to benefit. It's going to benefit the Bulls, isn't it? I don't think they'll rectify it at all. But is if it, we know, if we know anything, if we know anything about the RFL, we know that they'll 
they'll issue a points deduction two weeks after the grand finals finished. Yeah. For ne- not even for next season, for this season. Oh, we'll just backdate it. So yeah, actually, so Halifax, Halifax shouldn't have gone to France and, and oh, yeah. played to lose, but never mind, you know. But <laughs> but yeah, and also the say to Nigel Wood at the helm at Bradford, they, they might have some preferential treatment, but hey ho, they do have the highest goal post in rugby league. So that was yeah. hilarious. Yeah, but yes. Um, in terms of Sunday, let's 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 look forward to Sunday. But before before we do, can I just um, say something that's obviously close to both our hearts, which we saw like um, give a big big up to the lady fan at I think she was might have been a Halifax fan actually in the stand at Whitehaven on Sunday who saved that steward's oh, life. Oh right, yes. Uh, course, th- yeah. For those that aren't aware, there was a steward there that had a, a cardiac arrest at, at half time, which obviously led to the delay of the second half. But there was a lady in the stand that jumped up, wasted no time performed CPR instantly until they could get the defib over and the ambulance crew was there and pretty much saved his life. And we were talking to him pretty much with yeah. the steward and um, to, so to see him go down like that was absolutely heartbreaking. Pardon the terrible phrase I've used there. But, um, I mean, they're the real heroes. Yeah, we, we like our rugby players, but someone that can, yeah. that can have the strength of mind and character to do that and, and save somebody's life Never mind entertainers, he's needs to be commended. I hope um, Whitehaven do something really nice for that woman. Yeah, of course, yeah. And obviously we hope that, that she would get very well soon, gets back to full recovery. Um, but yeah, the, the, the emergency services would seem to be on there um, really, really quickly. It was a bit... Because we're all, we're all well, obviously you're you're in a completely different position to what I was on on the terraces, but it was just like it's taken a long time, is that? And then all of a sudden your eyes are drawn over to the standing because I know, I just noticed that the stewards were moving people away from it, and then looked down and obviously you could see them performing CPR and that. And um, yeah, it's, it's it's not something you want to see. Um, uh, uh, yeah, exactly, and um, it's it, it just shows what an amazing job the emergency services do, and and uh, everyone on the ground at Whitehaven on on the public address system, they communicated it really well, um, the, and, and and the referee obviously obviously he's, he's got to be consulted. Uh, yeah, it was it was just a, a job well done, and um, massive thank you to obviously the the the, the, the fan and the, the the physio and and club doctors. Yeah, both was. club doctors, because it's, it's quite distressing to see something like in person because obviously you were at the far side but I was in the stand literally like 10 yards away or whatever so to see it in real life is really distressing but to see like I say the heroism where they got over there wasted no time and pretty much saved a man's life is is so admirable so you know rough rough with a smooth and yeah, I've just got nothing but admiration for that lady. So yeah, and, and like I, I said on the terrace as well, it just it, it's the Danny Jones legacy once more. Um, obviously, what happened to Danny Jones was 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 absolutely shocking and awful um, and emotional. But like Lizzie Jones said, she wants his death not to be in vain, and his legacy is that there's defibrillators. Every sports ground, every professional sports ground, and and pretty much every single amateur club that, that's going. If there wasn't a defibrillator at Whitehaven's ground, we'd we'd be having a completely different conversation here. So, um, well done, Danny Jones, Liz Jones, heart, heartbeat of sport, all that sort of stuff, um, for that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. very well done, um, Pete Mack, legends you two. Well, coming from a legend, know, that it. means a lot. So thank happy you birthday, very much. Pete! By the way, yes, many happy returns, Mister McNamara. Um, um, hope, uh, did, did the Beatles sing a, a, a happy birthday song by any chance? Or uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I mean, I'd have to go through and look at the uh, <laughs> the anthology, but I'm sure I'm sure they did. Yeah, well, uh, let's hope they're singing "Twist and Shout" for you on Sunday, yes, Pete. Yes, exactly for sure. Um, and 
Nathan, Robert, compose yourself, Mike. I don't know what you mean. I think that's about John Bentley. If you see John Bentley in the stand, well, then uh, compose yourself, Michael. If you, yes, I say, I, 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 he is my first rugby hero, is, is John Bentley. My first love. Yes, definitely. He's the guy that made me fall in love with rugby league. And anyone who's who's my age, around that age, um, will back me up on that one. It was absolute. Freak of, of, of a player, a, a massive personality, and he, he definitely should be in the Hall of Fame. I rewatched the, the the Will Greenwood podcast where he was on for, for British Lions and stuff, and he's just so engaging. He's just he's just absolutely brilliant, and hopefully, um, a lot of people, a lot of kids are told about him, kind of thing. Like, look, like, kind of what you mentioned before is is. He is looking a little bit old now. He's not looking as young as he was. That's it. So if you show him to a kid, they're all like, what, that guy was like a, a British lion while playing rugby league at the same time and all that. And it, it means nothing. So get, make the use of him. Induct him now and make use of him while he still can. Yep. So, yes. Induct John Bentley, please. Um, right. Shall we Shall we eventually look, go, look forward to Sunday now? Yeah, since we're talking about it. So, Batley, kind of... They're very, very near neighbours. Obviously, Bradford are uh, close, but Batley are going to be very, very near neighbours. And uh, like, like we touched upon before, there's loads and loads of stuff going on before the game uh, on there. Um, not least the cycle challenge that, that's on Well, there. I cannot wait to see this myself because, you know, our fans like a few beers. I can't wait to see all the sick everywhere when they're trying to cycle <laughs> along with the players' uh, <laughs> challenge for the fundraiser. But what a great cause, eh? Yeah, fa- fantastic and and, and, a, and a really good idea in, in, yeah. in terms of something really, really simple just to get everyone involved. And it's absolutely fantastic that they've they've thought about that. Um, but what is it? To, 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 to do a calendar ne- next year or something, is it? Something like that. Yeah, but it's just, just something different something to, to get everyone involved. And obviously, Grixie's starting it off. Off, um, for the 1,520 minutes of, of the season. So, yeah, really, really good. Um, live news from Fiery Biscuits. I love that. I've band. seen him a few times. A great band. Um, anyone who watched The Mighty Boosh will know exactly <laughs> why, why, why I like that name. Um, <laughs> hopefully, they won't be put away. Uh, a reptile petting farm. Well, obviously, it's doing clear yeah, that. You get me nowhere near yeah. that thing. <laughs> yes, nowhere near. Unless you pay me a lot of money, then I'm getting nowhere near that there. Something we can both get paid. An ice cream van. Ice cream, yes, love it. Uh, Invictus Wellbeing activity stand and the women's team as well. Uh, we've had Cara on the show before, no doubt she'll be there. Um, and hopefully, um, the rest of the girls down there who had their last um, yep, home game. game on Sunday, Alton uh, Raiders. Yeah, they had a, they, they, they came back massively. They had some like 36 4 down, but only lost 38 20. Eight or something like that. I can't remember the score, but you know, massive comeback on there. But um, but yeah, hopefully um, we get to see um, some of their games next year. Hopefully, some double headers at the Shea could uh, be fantastic. And say if if the the game is going to be like what they are on Sunday next next season in terms of getting people in, what better way to do it than having the women's team on before yeah. kind of a curtain 100%. raiser gets more eyes on the women's team, more people down down the Shea, and more money in the coffers. Well, we turned up at Whitehaven, didn't they? And there was a local oh, amateur. Game, yeah. They were bashing the hell out of each other. Yeah. And there was a healthy crowd in, and that's parents, that's friends and family there that all stayed for the for the final game. So and all the kids did as well, and all the kids did. Yeah. So that's it's the way to do it. It's joined up thinking, and I'd like to think that that. If the, if the men's and the women's team can sort of get realigned and both play on the same day, it'd be nothing but good news for facts overall. Yeah, definitely. And, and speaking of kids getting involved, um, under-16s are free. 
free they are free put your wallet away uh, on Sunday so no excuses for for bringing the family along there and even you lazy students <laughs> lazy don't yeah. abuse them we're trying to get them into the ground as long as I was once one of them um, they're only a fiver only bargain a fiver. you've just got your student finance being paid in now you should be able to afford that <laughs> Um, and uh, family family tickets even more fifty percent off from Pulse Radio. I think it's twenty seven pound, which will get you two adults, and I'm not sure if it's four up to four children, which yeah. is a, again absolute bargain. Yeah, well, under sixteen are free anyway, so it's absolutely fantastic there. So, well, bring um, your grandma, then I'm sure you'll. Yes. Uh, I'm sure you can do. <laughs> but that. yeah, the, the 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 main thing is that there's loads and loads of stuff going on, um, which we, we've been crying out for. Um, all year and hopefully it, it just builds that interest there so when Sundays come around that next year we're going to get an increase on that because the, the crowds have increased in terms of of, of what's going on in, in terms of going forward when we started against Featherstone and yeah. stuff like that um, they, they are going up still I don't think they're enough for what they should be but we can only start every little helps and all that um, that's it and hopefully we do see a really good crowd. Because I think Batley might bring a few on, on Sunday Oh, well, they well. should do. Like I say, they've, they've got everything to play for. And uh, mm. potentially it could be the last time they come to the Shea this year. So, yeah, I think they'll they'll get behind their lads. They've been playing a good brand of rugby, haven't they? So, why wouldn't yeah. they? And also they've, they've got some former faxmen in the ranks. Tom Gilmore, um, Ben White, and Window Cleaner, who, who, who seems to raise his game against us, Mr. Dane Manning. Uh, but, yeah, he, he should be an absolute cracker. It's a real, real absolute cracker of a game, um, and again, just like sudden death, it's, it's it's a cup final kind of thing, and hopefully we bring the atmosphere for for it, make make it a fortress, make it uh, make it awful for those battle players coming in, and absolutely brilliant for our guys as well. Not going to say this, is it any coincidence that we've we've lost a few games when the drums not been in the ground? I don't think it's coincidence at all. I think it's it, it has an effect. Lost at players witness, yep. didn't play well, no drum in the ground. Lost at Fev, no drum in the ground, didn't play well. Yeah, White Aver no drum in the ground didn't play well so all those people saying we don't need a drum and it's, it's distracting it has a massive effect on the field and, and there's results that prove it there yeah true and and the players when you when you listen to and talk they love the drums even even Simon Griggs himself has said he, he loves it there get, get our Brett on the payroll yes definitely we, we, we need to drum up all the support we, we can really <laughs> um, right uh, John Crowther thanks for joining us yep. he makes a couple of points uh, Bentos great guy met him, on, met him in London once on a Wembley trip it was Good to talk to, yeah. I, I, he's getting butterflies now thinking about it, aren't you? Yeah, blimey. <laughs> but yeah, he's he, he he's on the after dinner seat. He's a very popular after dinner speaker. He's been tossed for no, um, no surprise at all. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to meet him again. Did you do the 90s Legends night? I did. Yes. When he came and told us, absolutely hilarious that guy. So yep. is he doing the? After dinner speaking at Fax, is he? This I week? don't know, but he's, he's, he's definitely on the stall for Supporters Trust, so it'd be, uh, it would be hopeful that, that he, he does that. Um, but yeah. I'm going to say, because if that's the case, you'll definitely be having 10 pictures with him, because uh, yeah. thanks to a certain former chairman of Halifax, we shall be dining and in the uh, yes in the posh seats on Sunday, yeah. so we're looking forward to well, that. I, I won't be in the posh seats, so I'll, I'll be back in the South Stand, but we'll be part of the Prawn Sandwich Brigade. We'll be, uh, we'll be dining, we'll be diners, we'll, we'll be the... The so-called cash cow of the of, of the club, the most important people, uh, will be there, VIPs and all that. Uh, thanks to Dave Grayson, so thank you very Cheers, much, Dave. Dave, for that. 
Um, that's that's just a, a thank you for for everything we're doing on here. So we want to thank you as well for watching and actually caring. Otherwise, we won't get free food on yeah, Sunday. So cheers yeah, to you guys. <laughs> you are keeping us well fed. But yeah, every, 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 everything comes from you guys. Everything from watching. So uh, like, like the page, like this video, share it, tell everyone uh, what annoying people we are so, so they can even come and watch us and see how annoying we are how how how, how much they like alan partridge i want to be and that kind of thing there um nathan field has come back and said sad news to hear sean jones has gone to union but to pontypreeth yeah he's he's, he's had a, a horrible look with injury sean jones and uh, i thought he'd be a good player but he's naturally a rugby union player so it makes a bit of sense um for him to go back hopefully um, is is happier and has a bit more success um, in 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 that in that thing there, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, but, but, I, I, I don't know if that's been has, has that been announced? Has it been confirmed? I've not seen anything. No. But I know that he's finished his university course, got his degree, so obviously he might be looking to move back to Wales. One thing you can say about the lad is even though he's had poor run with injuries and that, he's always been sort of committed. He's he's never sulked yeah. and mourned. So he's always been quite visible as well, hasn't he? He's, he's been like round, round about, being being like what carrier and. Travelling with team and stuff like that, being at functions and whatnot. So. Yeah, so that's that's a shame. Ryan Sims will be absolutely distraught. Someone put him on suicide watch. I tell you, like, <laughs> favorite player. But yeah, if if that is the case, and like I say, we haven't seen anything announced. Maybe Pontypridd have announced it. I, I don't know, but if that's the case, good luck to him. He's been uh, he's been here a long time, and he's always given his effort when he could get on the field. So fair play to the lad. Yep, yeah, very true. As the same, um, Richard Marshall brought him and what to kind of mould him into rugby player and he looked good, he looked promising from from the uh, from the limited action that we got but um injuries catch up with, with people and um unfortunately that is the case there. Uh, we've we've had a few more people join. Welcome everybody. I don't know where you guys have come from as Coronation Street just finished this summer at half seven <laughs> but uh Give us a thumbs up on the video so we can uh, spread it out to more people and spread the word about the Panthers up the Panthers. Yes, and, and us as well. It makes us look better. <laughs> um, Nathan Robert, that vodka, Rick. Only on a Sunday, pal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, it, yeah. Work's going to be tough on Monday, I must admit. It's high quality H2O, my brother. <laughs> very, very, very much so. Um, let's focus a bit more on Batley, shall we? We've got yeah. a bit of a big segue on that. Um, is it hard to look past Tom Gilmore in terms of their threats? Well, the way that they played last time, it was Ben Kay, wasn't it? I mean, he, he was absolutely Class. solid in midfield. Yeah. So, But yeah, I, I think those two, it's the classic case of they'll want to come back and um, haunt us. We let them go. Um, not through any of our fault, you know, because obviously the pandemic kicked in and all that sort of jargon. But yeah, I'm, I'm quite worried about playing those two. But like we said earlier on in the show, it's about time that we put our foot forward and, and give it everything because it's, it's not about battling this Sunday. It's about us. Mm. It's about us finishing third, getting that payday from the league position, getting a, an easier run to the grand final if we want to make the grand final, if we can, and uh, just giving giving them hell, really. So I think, for me, this week, the forwards need to step up without, without the platform to play. We didn't really have that on Sunday, mainly due to the fact that that, PNG forward were absolutely annihilating everyone left, right, and centre. So I think the forwards need to have a bit more um, mongrel in them, yeah, a bit more punch in with ball in hand, and a bit more nastiness in the tackle. Um, so yeah, that, I think that's where the game's won and lost because we know how Batley are going to play. They're set up to play, you know, staying a bit like Whitehaven, really staying games as long as you can, drive hard, kick long, chase hard, hunt the mistake, and we've been giving it to them uh, in recent weeks. So we need to really turn the screw and, and play the way that we know we can, really. Yeah. So I'll tell you the main thing, like, 
squad selection is going to be huge this week. Really huge. Yeah, uh, I, I completely agree. I've, I've, I've said before, we seem to we seem to struggle against teams that just play a simple brand of rugby. And um, it's, it's, if a game opens up, we come into our own. Like, like, like weirdly, against Toulouse. How many points did we put on Toulouse? Because Toulouse play a very open brand of rugby and, and that sort of thing. Um, and Fev... We scored, we scored twenty odd points against Featherstone. I think, I think we are the highest scoring team that we've, that we've played over. There. I don't think Toulouse scored that many points against against them there. But it's just against a team that just play a simple brand of rugby, like the the nuts and bolts of, of rugby, really, really well. Um, we just seem to struggle against them sometimes. But we just need to go out and play our play our game with a kind of go. Play like Halifax, get back, get back our identity. Just do the things that we know we can do well, and and one of those is just playing off the cuff. And, and like like I touched on before, Liam Harris was the reason why we beat Battle last time. Scored that trick and scored two very important tries at, at their side. Yeah, exactly. And um, I, I, I I just hope hope we win. I hope I hope we turn up. I hope we we finish off the season. Well, not kind of finish off. We finish off the regular season. In style and, and and kind of how we deserve, really, because the the way that we we put that run together, that nine game winning streak run together, we deserve to finish third. We 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 de- we deserve this, and hopefully the players and, and Simon Gricks believe that as well. They've got some belief through it. I think I think I think on Sunday we kind of played like there weren't that much belief. It was kind of like. Oh well, it's, it, we're not going to win this game. We'll just kind of run through. I'm not saying we're going through emotions, but they weren't like that punch. Yeah, that 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 certain there was there was that spark. I think someone alluded to it. That bit of class, bit of quality on there, which we which we, yeah that we've not we've not had for a little while. Um, and Liam Harris do, does that, and hopefully he does come back, and hopefully sparks on to victory um, at the weekend. So. Um, and, and and again, other player, the, uh, another week's rest for players. Um, hopefully, training has been light because the, we we just did seem tired. We seemed we seemed a bit leggy yeah. at times, really. And um, we did. Uh, Simon Griggs will know what we'll, we'll be able to, and um, more importantly, Andy Olliad will know what what what's going on in terms of in terms of the players' bodies in that. But um, it's it's going to be attritional. It's going to be a war because. Batley will, will be so prepared to go in, into the trenches uh, for it, and it's we just need to match them fire for fire, but also hopefully give that little bit of class that we've got on there. Um, John Crowley's come back again. Batley had been playing well, but they have lost two home games. The defeat against Jews was a shock, but they always raised their game against us. It will be tough. Yep, very much so. I touched upon it before. They lost to Evan Wool and Derby. They'll be hurting. Um, and Craig Lingard, Batley legend, he will know how much he has, and he will be getting them up for this game today. For, it's, oh, today, Sunday. Uh, it's, it's the case, though, isn't it? Everyone wants to have a win to go in. No one wants to go into the playoffs off the back of a loss, no. so they'll be doing... It, I just think it means... I'm, again, if someone could get the calculators out and work out the win percentage, do Batley jump ahead of Bradford if they beat us? So will it mean that by beating us, they'll get a home game? Or I, I really don't know, so... We, we we need to calculate this. Oh, I mean, I've I've seen a White M fan do it for theirs if they beat Bradford and or draw, and as long as London lose, they're in on. Are we are we like guaranteed a home game? If we yeah, if we, we can either finish third or fourth. Right. If so, if we lose a hundred nil, hopefully that's not uh, happen. We lose hundred nil. Be realistic, but yeah. Right. If if we if we lose against Batley on Sunday and Bradford win, 
do Batley jump to fourth, Bradford third? Again, and we go I have pick? no idea. Should we have a look? I don't, I don't have a look know. at the table. Any, anyone, please tell us because my brain hurts by even thinking about it. Let's have a look. Um, it, it's just, it's just daft. This see, this is this is the thing you were saying about um, that Bradford Sheffield game. Because so the fact that they play one extra game brings the percentages down, doesn't it? So, yeah. so at the moment, we're third with 65% win rate. Bradford are six, uh, fourth with 63.16 and Batley are fifth with the 60%. Now, if we... Lo- if we lo- I don't know. Is, is a win for Batley more than 3% to go up to, to fourth? And if Bradford win, is their win more than one point? Eight, Do you not remember your formula? Should we work it out? Oh, God. No, this is a wrong kind of podcast. People want to, want to watch us talk bollocks, not do bloody math equations. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's just bonkers, really. But, like, like I said, near the very start, if we win, nothing else matters. We just need to go out and win. Even if it's a last-minute drop goal, yeah. I don't care. We just need to be on on in front on that, um, on that little hundred percent, hundred percent. Nothing else matters. Exactly, Metallica. Um, hey, get me knowing a Metallica song. Um, John Crowder, we had a good performance though. We are, as I say, losing throughout the last four games is not good reading there, but we need to break the habit sometime. Uh, Linkin Park song, and uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, and it starts Sunday because, like, like you said. If we go on into the playoffs on a losing run, it's hard to, to, to get it back. And we, if we win, it'll do us the world of good. Those little knocks and injuries won't be felt. That's it. Well, because they know they've got a long time off after this. You yeah. you said it perfectly. It's knockout rugby from now on. Yeah. There's no no other way to look at it. From now on, it's knockout rugby. Because if you do lose against Batley, then the rest of the time you're going in on low on confidence and yeah. it changes what we've had planned for weeks and a, a trip to France and all that sort of stuff. So that, and that's if, if we get through our first game, we'll have a tougher game yeah. on paper, won't we? So Very true. Yeah, we could end up playing Whitehaven again at our place and well, we've, we saw how, how motivated they were and how easily they dispatched us on Sunday. Exactly, so. yeah. And, and some of that had a little bit to do with being at home on their own pitch, yeah. but player for player their players they're sky high in confidence they, they were loving it like like we saw them before the game they were very relaxed they yeah. knew and like it's, it's, it's a, a double edged sword though is that like I talked to my dad about it before the Batley game before the cup game we looked really relaxed we were laughing and joking yeah. and, stuff, and Batley looked tense and, we, and, I, and I, before the game I thought oh blimey we were really relaxed we should be going to win and obviously it's it looks great if you win and it looks awful if you lose. And Bat- uh, Whitehaven on Sunday, being so relaxed, it worked for them. And we, we, we lo- I thought we looked really ready. We looked, we looked composed. We looked, and say for the first 15 minutes, we were right. We, we, we were playing really well. Hopefully, we just go into battle because we owe them one. And I think hopefully we do touch on that, that cup game, really, because it's a big black mark on, on the home the home season, really. Yeah. No one really expects us to beat Toulouse or Fev at home, really. We, we, we should have done, Fev especially, really, and, and you should aim to win all your home games. Well, that first Batley game, the first competitive game of the Halifax Panthers era, and we lost that. Batley took that away from us, and we all won for that, for sure. Um, Nick Barber has joined us in the, in the, in the bathtub. <laughs> let's, cut, let's cut the rubbish out. Well, 
if, if you are in the bath, then that's a bit of a, uh, a weird statement to make. Uh, if we want to do anything in this playoff again after Batley, we need to reset and have a good go. We won a lot of games by close scores, which could have gone either way in our run. If we want to do anything, let's be honest, we should be winning at Haven. Crick said they wanted it more, which is disappointing. Let's start now and crack on. Yeah, I've, I've, I've got no doubt that the players wanted it. I, I spoke Salty after the Swinton game. Uh, and he said they were, they were, they were focusing on Whitehaven. They, they, they really want to go to Whitehaven and, and do it. They were kind of using Featherstone as a free hit and, and focus on Whitehaven. Because like as you said, if we'd have won, third would have been pretty much That's academical, it, really. Right. Yeah, and it, we, we, just, we just came across a side where we were in a purple patch at home, emotional day, um, and, and you take those beatings sometimes. It's still in our hands, though. That's the thing. It's not as if the the the, the chips have been taken off us. It's we 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 we're still in charge of our own destiny in a way. We win, we're third. We get another home game against most likely Whitehaven, and we own we own one after after the, the beat we took on Sunday. Not long memories there. It's it needs to happen. But yeah, I I I, I agree with what you're saying. It is. We need to kind of cut out the rubbish, and, and some of the excuses may well get tiresome after, after after a period. But this is where it starts, and hopefully, like we said before, big match atmosphere, the mentality of sudden death rugby. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to to get this sorted there. Um, Gavin Parkinson, thanks for joining us, Gavin. And um, pretty much interviews almost seen as if the players thought they were going to lose the White Haven. The old "it's a long drive" excuse popping up, self-fulfilling maybe. Um, I don't know, possibly, but it's hard not to talk about going away to White Haven without mentioning the long drive. That's that's the thing. <laughs> if they say if they didn't mention it or just said, "All oh, right, it's just one of those." Then it would be slightly weird, but I completely get your point. It's a it's a mentality thing. It's it's what's the what, what's the, the the buzzword elite mentality now. As yeah. we mentioned about stuff, and and it's, it's not as if they're all cooped up in the back of fifteen cars. They're going on a nice luxury coach yeah. with space and time, and it's quite a nice drive up as as we discovered. Exactly. If, although they did get stuck behind a tractor on them bloody roads <laughs> where we nearly rolled the car and died about five times. So. <laughs> It's horses for courses and all that sort of Co- stuff. Of course it is, yeah. And and and, and you don't mention you don't mention when people go, oh, it's a local derby. There's, if anything, if, if you're going to use that one, it's it's there shouldn't be an excuse for for for, for beating local rivals playing away and stuff. It's it's it's, it's one of those. It, it's, it's like you say, horses for courses, swings and roundabouts. Insert cliche here. Um, Anthony Hildred, number of games slash. By divided by, by divided by points times by fifty. Oh god, it's like GCSE math. X plus this or whatever. Don't know. Um, yeah, Nathan Robert um, um, is replying to is it Gavin Parkinson's point? Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us, Gavin. By the way, um, don't think any player goes out to lose. Yep, completely agree. Uh, unless unless you are in the south of France, they do go out to lose. <laughs> Netherfield, I'm going to be brutally honest. If we can't beat Batley, we don't deserve to be in the playoffs. Well, we're in the playoffs. That's not a case. But I know what you mean. We won't do. We don't deserve to do anything in them. So yeah, again, I, I agree. I will stick up for Batley. Yeah? They're a decent side. They're 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 a good side. Um, and like I said on the podcast last week, you get if you you get where you deserve in this, and Batley deserve to be in the playoffs, and they deserve the success that they've had this year. So I'll kind of disagree with that. The little little old battler doesn't wash with me they've got some really really good players and hopefully um we we do put a victory on them and 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 yeah i i, I, I don't agree with that at all there really um right, I'm, I'm gonna get the 
calculator. I'm going to do the maths on this because everyone wants it doing so. We know exactly. Right, so what's the formula again? So, uh, formula is number of games divided by, uh, by points, points divided times by, by points. 50. Times. Why 50? I've no idea. Why is it 50, Anthony Hildred? And are there any brackets on there? Because you need to know these formulas. It's like one of those. Yeah, Bodmas. They're yeah, getting Bodmas involved. Exactly. Oh, God. oh and, and this sport's so easy to follow for the casual yeah. supporter, you know. Oh, God. Let me, let me get these, uh, these down. Uh, yep. Yeah, so. Yep. Yeah, so. Um, but the, like, like I keep saying already, if we beat Batley. We percentages does not come into it again, like like Gavin Parkinson said. We're all thinking if we lose, surely we should, we should be only thinking about winning. So uh, it is. It's one of those things. It's horse for courses, swings and roundabouts. Insert cliche here for a cliche bingo in the <laughs> in the in the highlights video. But I get I get what you're saying. I get I completely get what you're saying. We should be beating Batley because I think we are a better side than them. Do I think Batley are a poor side who we should automatically be beating? No, I think that does them an incredible disservice, and um, we are we we should think better than that. And if we do think like that, that's where we get tripped up, and that's where I think we did get tripped up um, in the cup game there. Really, um, right? Where are we? On these comments, uh, da, 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 da. Uh, right. Da, 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 da. Apologies for this. Ricky's doing some maths. You've joined us uh, for the maths exam, the RFL Championship maths exam points. Per, uh, to be fair, we should have done it before we came on air. Though. Yeah, but no, no one <laughs> thought that there really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look, look, London. There, it's. It's going to be a very, very difficult 18 months for London now because uh, they could go out of the playoffs this year and obviously they're going part-time. If you believe all that you read or hear on the grapevine, a lot of their players are going to be making the move because they're going to be on part-time and that sort of thing. It's just very disappointing from them going from the highs of beating Toronto, um, Toronto in the million-pound game to only just getting relegated from Super League to, to now, it's 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 a shame there really. Right, yeah, it's definitely not the uh, the equation that Anthony put in, I don't think so. Hopefully not. Definitely not, because apparently if we win on Sunday we'll get uh, an extra thirty seven point five percent in win percentage and that's definitely not true, is it? So otherwise we'd, we'd be finishing oh, we'll uh, be three point seven. We'll be top. We'll be over hundred percent. Would it be three point seven five? I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But yes, anyone anyone's got a maths degree Please watch. Oh, percentage calculated by dividing points by matches played times 50. So it's the other way around. It's the other way around, right. <laughs> right. Um, any GCSE math teachers on here? That That's surely uh, one for, for the... It should be a non-calculator, <laughs> Texas. It can't be right. 66.6. So we, 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 we've got 65. This is not my job, man. Yeah, well... Right, anyway. And, yeah, this 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 is it, mate. I cannot figure this out at all. My, my head's a bit fuzzy because I've got a bit of man flu going on as well. It's, it's, That's it. it. I don't I don't want to bloody think even more about it, really. But it uh, can't be. It can't, that doesn't make any sense. It can't be fifty. But regardless, regardless of this, we, anyway. if if we win, yeah, if we win, we finish it. When we win, shall when we, we win, say, yeah. But your predictions have been terrible, so right. We're gonna win. We're gonna lose hundred nil. There we go. <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Right, oh. Anthony's going to do it for us. Go on, lad. 
One thing's for certain, like I'm going to be a gibbering wreck if I meet John Bentley, so that that'll be <laughs> that, that will be exciting enough. Well, we're, we're heading to the final ten minutes, so hopefully we can get these calculations and figure out exactly what it means before we go. But if you've got any more questions to get in about the Batley game, are you looking forward to all the uh, festivities? Are you getting down there early? I'll tell you one thing, I hope, because we've had bands on the last couple of weeks, haven't we? And while they've been good, they play before the game, which, yeah, you want to get people in, but when the game finishes, they should be doing a set. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you saw the Batley game on Sunday, but they had all the all the players between Batley and Dewsbury at, at Batley stood behind the stand and the band were playing. So everyone stays ah, yeah. behind afterwards. Because some people might not be able to get there till just before kickoff, but once you're there, there aren't, the majority of people aren't rushing off straight away to get home, are they? You know, especially if they're having a beer and whatever. So, like Whitehaven on Sunday, though, quite a lot still there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I completely so agree. I, I'd like to see him, and especially I, I really like him, so I'd like to be able to see him myself. You know, mm. like. Yeah, true. It, it, it very much like the the location, which will remain silent just for the moment. Um, that that I keep banging on about, like a broken record. Uh, Toronto. Um, it, that, that's where that's where the festivities truly began after the game. All the players came round. The tents were still there. Band, well, DJ at the time was was playing. But yeah, surely it makes sense for for for, for them as well. The band. Absolutely. Surely there's more people there, and especially if, if slash when we win. Want to celebrate? Want to celebrate? What better way to celebrate? I'm going to sing some. In, instead of people filing out and going into town, keeping them there, keep it, keeping them as well. Around. We've been talking. We need to get some positivity going into the playoffs. What a better way to right, boys? We're all in it together. We we take the fan base together, and we we sort of have a sing song. And so, look, Anthony's come up. Basically, win or go fifth. That's if. Everything else goes as you expect it. Yeah, it? yeah, true. Um, and and also after the game, you can uh, you can uh, perform in the the post match tradition of buying your favourite podcasters a pint. There you go. That that that, that should be one there. Um, but yes, um, Nick Bar makes a very good point. Last does game, he? Yeah, he wants to make some brass. That's all he's last doing. Last game should be the retro shirt day. Really, he just wants to show off his shirt. That's collection. exactly that's, it. That's what it is. Last game should be the retro shirt day. Really, and and it always goes down well. I could hang my shirts out and have a holiday off the back of it. Well, um, you should split it with your favourite podcasters as well, uh, Nick Barber. So, um, so we'll, we'll buy you a rubber duck for, for a bath there. Really, ten four rubber duck. Yes, exactly. Um, any more for any more? Yeah, um, Anthony always says 61%. What does 61% mean? I think that's what we'd finish on if we lose slash win. Lo- well, like, let's forget about like this Like I said, win, win and finish third, that's it. Let's forget about this losing talk. We are going to win. We are going to win. We must win. We are going to win. Um, and it's, it's going to be there. Um, let's have a little divulge, really. Um, seeing as what is the last home game of the season. Yeah. Shall we kind of think of like what's your moment of of, of the season so far? Kind of thing. Are you not spunking away? Uh, you're spunking away our possibly. end of season I'm kind material. Of, I'm, I'm, I'm letting the the, um, the, 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 the the viewers that we have. Well, yeah, I get that. I'll, I'll take the lead on this then. Just the first game against London. Yeah. Obviously, no doubt um, Swabs is going to come in and tell us he was the only fan there. But to have the facts back playing again, I never thought we'd. We'd ever see the team again. I thought that rugby league was going to go down the Swanee, and that were it. So, just seeing the lads back, and obviously the fantastic performance that went with it, that was my highlight at the Shea. Um, highlight away from the Shea has got to be when we played Batley and we won it last minute. Yeah. I mean, just unbelievable. There's, there's quite a lot in there to say. We've sort of Salt and Stalls try against Bradford, yeah, not on there. Salt and Stalls try against Bradford. Harris's drop goal against uh, Widness. Yeah. My 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 moment of the season so far, Anthony Elder has done it there. 
Liam Harris's try against Batley, where he went up the touch, and actually went for the win rather than dying with yeah. the ball. That was the moment of the season. That's where I think I mentioned it at the time. That's where the season changed for me. That's yeah. where the whole mentality, momentum changed from there, and a full stand behind the post went mental. bananas. Limbs, scenes, yep. Absolutely, that, that that is my moment. See, James Holland Saul trying to Bradford runs it very very close um, because we're, we're, we're used to being Bradford, of right? course. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Nathan Robert, great game. London, uh, the tennis, all the told you, I told you. Yeah, bring it well, up. It, it gets where water can't 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 that guy. Um, yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, that, that, we'll 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 we'll. Die, we'll Talk about that going forward, probably at the end of the season. But to say, um, yeah, it's, it's just because I know we're not ending the season now, but it's the end of the regular season, last official home game of the, of the season, really. Uh, and yeah, Gavin Parkinson mentions Zach McCombs run before Salt is Trivy Bradford. Zach McCombs' season as a whole is a moment as well. I, I, I've got to admit, he, he's he's shooting up to us off of my one of my favourite players for Halifax. Is Zach McComb? Um, I, I'm I'm going to hazard a guess now that Player of the Year is between. If it hadn't been for injuries, I think it probably would have been Woody. But I think either yeah. Zach McComb or Salter, you, you it's a 50-50 between them for player of the year. Yeah, I, 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 I agree now. Yeah, definitely. If 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 Woody had stayed fit and maintained a bit of form, I'd have I'd have said him. Uh, but you can't look past James Salton Stall or um, Zach McComb, really. Um, uh, and I'll, I'll give a shout out to Kevin Leroy. I think he's had a, br- I think he's had a brilliant season. After he, he he got some stick the last couple of years for not having the best of form. I think he's come back to form, and he's one he's one of the form players there. So um, long may that continue. Uh, right, no more comments. Let's get signed off, shall we? Um, thank you very much for joining us, everyone. Um, as always, thanks for the love that we've had. Just want to say as well. I know we say it every week, but thanks so much to the um, Eclipse Energy and Delivery guys yes. for sponsoring us. You've really backed us up this year and allowed us to do what we're doing. So kudos to you guys. Yes, very much. Eclipse Energy or Core UK. Um, if you're needing your uh, house insulator, winter's up, coming. It is winter is coming, um, Lord Stark. Uh, it certainly is. So if you need your house um, insulated or anything like that, give the Eclipse Energy boys a call. And when you're in your nice um, warm home, uh, download the delivery app. So all your favourite local restaurants on the app there. Um, so if you all, all the great restaurant food delivered to your house, both those companies are Fax fans. They are run by Fax fans. They're local companies. Uh, give them some love. Give them, give them their support like they supported us. And as you support us as well, thank you so much for your support. Everyone there, we feel the love. Thank you very much for that. Um, from him, Rick Farrell, from myself, Mike. Uh, we'll see you Sunday. We'll see you Sunday. Bring and as you always, 